Welcome to the Cater to You podcast, folks. It is I, Nawa Tamasrabani, your host here to cater to you. So the gems on today's agenda are going to be revolving around the title of today's episode, which is The Present is Good Enough. So we're going to be starting off with concepts and defining concepts like hustle culture and imposter syndrome and then we're going to move on to giving flowers to people while they can still smell them and finally we're going to wrap up today's episode with unlearning that life happens in stages so let's get right into it let's get the ball rolling so before we even get to defining those concepts that i said we're going to define for today's episode i just want to give you guys a little um intro as to what exactly the title of today's episode means and what it entails. Um, So the title of today's episode, when I say the present is good enough, essentially what I'm trying to get you guys to ponder over or to think about is how where we are right now and the moments that we are in, in the moment, like the present right now is good enough and good enough for what? We'll get into it as the episode goes on, but I just wanted to give you guys a sort of like a something to, to know about today's episode and what direction we're sort of going into. So yes, um... Let's start with those concepts that I said we're going to define, and we're going to start with something called a hustle culture. So hustle culture is um, all about or determined is determined by um, the productivity of an individual and linking that to that individual's worth, right? So oftentimes this means pursuits that elevate you in a financial way. So hustle culture is basically saying that hustle, hustle, hustle because it increases your worth as an individual. The more you hustle, the more you work harder, then the more productive you are and the more worthy you are as an individual. Um, so hustle cu- culture is generally harmful for multiple reasons um, and you can go do your own research on that. But the one that we're actually going to be focusing on for today's episode is um, the mesocosm for which we are told success is defined by. So we're told that success is under this tiny little mesocosm or this tiny little ring of focus and we're told that this is what success is and this is how we define success and it grooms us to spend our lives obsessing over achieving that success because we all want to be successful but the problem then becomes that the success is only defined through that small lens that society says success is so um Hustle culture's general motto is to grind until you die. You know how um, wealthy people or people who are trying to motivate you into having more or elevating your status financially will be like, you rest when you die. That is, that's the whole concept of hustle culture is to grind until you die, to keep grinding. Um, but the problem that comes with hustle culture and this motto is that we get sucked into this vortex not realizing that if you perpetually work on your tomorrow like you're just thinking of the future you're just constantly thinking of who you want to become what you want to get done what you want to achieve what you want your life to look like if you're constantly thinking of that then you miss today you know you miss what's happening right in front of you and so when you get sucked into the vortex of hustle culture 
which has some fair points to make, you do get sucked into this vortex of, or this trap of missing the life that you're living right now because you're constantly living for tomorrow. You're constantly putting in the work for tomorrow. And that's what we're encouraged to do because you just want to achieve um, the societal definition of success. But like I said, you end up missing what's happening in your life at the moment. You end up missing the things that you're also supposed to deem valuable or what you deem valuable besides um, the the societal definition of success or the societal definition um, of success according to hustle culture. So the, um, the innate issue with hustle culture is it's a capitalist mentality where it's like you work, you work, you work, you work, you work. That is the purpose of your life. And if you want to have a good life, then you'll just keep grinding. But we never sit down and ask ourselves, you know, what does a good life, definition of a good life as the next person? And am I going to finally breathe or exhale when I achieve those things? Or am I constantly going to be feeling like I have to do more? Which then leads us to the second concept that I wanted to talk about for today, which is imposter syndrome. Some of you guys might have heard quite a lot about this already. Um, So imposter syndrome is a psychological state where one is incapable of accepting or internalizing their accomplishments because they think they're undeserving of those accomplishments. So it's sort of like psychologically, um, imposter syndrome is you're in this state where you can't accept or say to yourself that I did this, I, I, I did this, um, I, I made it happen, I got this achievement or I got this accomplishment because you internally deep down feel as though you're undeserving of that achievement. Um, so what this practically manifests itself as on a day-to-day basis is basically being preoccupied with being or doing better because you believe that who or where you are at the moment isn't good enough right so you're just constantly preoccupied with being better doing more doing better because you just feel like where you are at right now isn't good enough um so which actually leads to a sort of out of my league mentality so you'll sort of be achieving things or meeting people or going places And you feel out of place because you feel like you're not worthy yet. So that's the thing with hustle culture and imposter syndrome. It's the yet part. It's like, I just have to keep doing more. I have to try to become more. I have to um, work harder and I will get there, but I'm not there yet. But the question is, why would you have it if you're not worthy of it? Or why would you have... Um, the relationships that you have in your life if you aren't worthy of them why would all these opportunities be open to you if you weren't worthy of them right so imposter syndrome is sort of tricks you into thinking that you are in people's lives or in certain places due to luck um you know how some people will be like i don't know why this person is with me like in romantic relationships I don't get why they're with me honestly it's it's a miracle and I'm just grateful not that I get it but thank gosh this person chose me and that's imposter syndrome rearing its head because you just sort of feel like I am not worthy of 
this kind of love or care or situation or relationship. So I just feel like I'm here due to luck or due to a chance of like whatever happening because to you it seems totally improbable, right? Um, so this uh, imposter syndrome in general leads to a perpetual mindset of saying, I will, right? So as opposed to the other people who find themselves in situations and can't accept that you are here because you're worthy to be here, imposter syndrome also represents itself in situations where you won't step out of your comfort zone and do things or be who you feel you should be because you feel like you're not ready yet. So it leads more it, it leads to this mindset of saying I will do this I will do this I will do this um, for example uh, phrases that I hear quite often or are like I'll, I'll go to the gym when I have the right um, athleisure clothing you know I'll I'll go to the pool when I am uh, coat unquote in shape I'll go to the pool when I'm in shape right now I just I just don't feel like is the time so imposter syndrome is just people constantly feeling like they are not worthy to be in certain spaces for example like i said the pool you can go to the you can go to the pool right now that is a healthy worthy mindset of understanding that the present where you're at right now is good enough you can go you can really go to the pool nobody's stopping you except for you um but imposter syndrome is representative in that phrase, I'll go to the pool when I'm in shape, because you feel like where you are at in your life right now is not good enough. So you feel like you're going to be an imposter in that situation or in that space. So if you do go to the pool, you just feel like, oh my gosh, are people looking at me? What's happening? I just feel super uncomfortable because you feel like an imposter. But it's like you are in this space and you just need to be aware of your humanly right to be able to enjoy the things that have been afforded to you just by being alive. You know what I mean? So, um... Yes, that's just uh, the, the concepts of hustle culture and imposter syndrome. And they strongly relate to the title of the episode, The Present is Good Enough. Because most of the times we're thinking that we will be good enough or our lives will be good enough tomorrow or at a certain point when we've achieved certain things or where we've gotten certain things down or we're smarter or better looking or whatever it is that we have made up in our minds we feel like that is when we'll be good enough but the 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 title of today's episode is trying to sort of shift us to a different mindset of understanding that right now is good enough for you right now who you are what you're doing where you're at what you have is good enough for whatever it is that you want to do or for whatever it is that you have achieved right um so now we're going to move on to giving flowers to people while they can still smell them so this is something that i heard i was listening to something i don't really remember but it stuck so much so that i actually ended up writing it down in my journal because it was a practice that I respected and I actually wanted to do more of it. So what 
we mean when we say giving flowers to people while they can still smell them. It's essentially saying that the flowers are symbolic of your emotions, your feelings, and your desires. And how you interact with other people, those feelings, emotions, and desires should be fresh. So the flower should not be dead. It should be fresh. Don't wait to give the flower to the person or to express yourself or to do things regarding, especially when it comes to interacting with other people, until that emotion or that action is no longer as valid or is no longer as relevant. So giving people flowers while they can still smell them is sort of living life more present living life being more present and not waiting for certain things to be quote unquote right before you actually express yourself or before you actually do something. So it's just doing it because you feel it and in that moment you actually feel it. When you feel it is when you say it or do it or be it, you know? Um, And giving flowers to people, when we talk about people, we're also um, including yourself. So give yourself the flowers while you can still smell them. If you want to do a certain thing, do it while you still truly desire it. Don't wait for you to be in a better state or in a state that you feel like you won't be judged too much or in a state that you feel like you won't be rejected too much. Do it while you still want it, when you still crave it. Live life now. Don't live it later. Don't have constant plans for your life because you can't do anything right now. Um, So generally there's a habit that exists among quite a large demographic of people and it's actually just fueled by fear. And so the habit is overthinking. Um, We all know that thinking is a natural neurological process. Like it's, you can't really come up with any ideas or do something for someone without thinking about it right so we know that thinking is absolutely normal but on the other hand overthinking is actually a tactic that people use to eliminate error so like before you even do something people like to overthink because they feel like if you just think over it and think over it and think over it before you actually do it or say it then you eliminate error and then you eliminate rejection or you eliminate getting embarrassed. So oftentimes overthinking is more of a coping or defense mechanism where you want to think things over a million times more than is necessary so that you can roll it in your mind over and over and over again um, and try to find all the ways this thing can go so as to eliminate error when you finally do it or if you finally do it, right? So, um, uh, so when we're talking about um, when we're talking about this this fear, um, and then that causes overthinking. Giving uh, flowers to people while they can still smell them then connects with this because most of the times people won't say what they truly feel or do what they truly want to do or express their desires or change who they are because because they're just afraid and like we talked about imposter syndrome before you're afraid that this moment isn't quote unquote right or where you're at right now isn't quote unquote right 
or that you might sound like a hypocrite or you might sound rude or insensitive or um, the person might not take you seriously. But it's important giving people the flowers while we can still smell them allows you to live a life that is absolutely present and present prevents you from dwelling or falling for the imposter syndrome or hustle culture trap uh for example sometimes with our parents and i can make a personal example with myself sometimes with our parents we feel like i can't tell you how i feel in the moment or i can't tell you what i would like for you to do in the moment because i'm just a child or because you are not going to take me seriously because uh, to you, my emotions aren't valid yet. You might feel like I just don't get it or because I'm not a parent or water, water, water. And that's the imposter syndrome popping up is you just feel like I'm not in the right place. I know a lot of people who have just told themselves that they'll have certain conversations with their parents when they're older or when they've moved out or when they finally have a quote-unquote life of their own and that's simply imposter syndrome telling you that where you're at right now is not good enough and therefore you can't express yourself in the moment when the thing happens to give the person the flowers while they can still smell them you know and another thing um that's an example is and it's so fetishized in media is putting a pause on romance or romantic aspects of your life or building a life with someone else because you think where you're at right now isn't enough or isn't conducive to have that kind of partner or to have that kind of relationship and I know I've also fallen for this um, trap more so and there's a difference between making a choice that this is just not what I want right now versus saying I don't think this is something that I can want right now because it's not going to work or it's going to be problematic that's the overthinking coming in and you just looking forward and filling in the blanks of something that you don't even know how it could go um but you're just afraid so you overthink and you feel like an imposter it's like who am i to have a romantic relationship while i'm trying to build my career maybe the person will feel um left out or ignored or whatever it is but it's like you haven't done it you haven't gotten into the relationship so how can you fill the gaps of something that you have not experienced so most of the times people want to um put a pause on their desires to fulfill other desires but that's not really how life works that's not how life happens Life is something that happens to you. You don't get to categorize it. Um, But yeah, uh, so hustle culture also comes into it where you just feel like I have to keep working, 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 working so that at some point I can indulge myself. And honestly, I believe that life isn't meant to be lived as some sort of diet where you have little bits where you get to reward yourself for doing good. It's like the world is your oyster. Take the rewards as many times as you feel that you need to and don't wait to be at certain points to be able to enjoy the goodness of life you know and this actually leads us to our 
our last subtopic that wraps up today's episode, which is unlearning that life happens in stages. Um, I personally remember uh, just being taught growing up that my whole life, um, or like my whole life growing up, I was taught that um, life is a multiple course meal. So if say a meal has five courses, using that as an analogy for life, um, what would happen is the first course is school, the second course is career building, the third course is financial stability, so purchasing assets like a home, a car, the fourth course is typically like finding someone to share that life with romantically, and then the fifth course would be adding more people to your family, um, having kids and the like. So using this analogy of meal courses, um, I was just taught that life is a meal that has multiple courses. So you get to divide it into different things that you get to experience during different periods of your life. So you get to be like, oh, 18 to 22, I am building a platform, but mostly I'm going to school. So it's course one, um, I am going to school generally. And then the second one would be from 22 to 27, I'm doing the major parts of my career building. The third course, do you know what I mean? Um, The third course, I'm making the money and I'm making certain decisions, making investments and stuff like that. And then when I'm around 28, then I can be serious, look for someone that I want to be a life partner with, and it goes on and on and on. So that's how I was um, taught, not only in my home, but also just from my environment. What I was absorbing was the best way to do life is through those courses, to categorize it through different periods of your life. Um, But if we're being honest, uh, that concept is nothing but a coping mechanism because we know that life is so bizarre and human beings just generally have a strong desire for um, hegemony or authority. So we just want control. We just want to know that I can make certain decisions at certain points and that's how my life is going to go. But life is not something you do. (laughs) Life is not something you do. Life is something you experience. Life is something you live. It's not an exercise. You're literally here to live. That's it. It's not a paper that you're like, I'm going to start here, then go there, then go there. If anything... Life is literally a one-course meal. And the plate is there. Uh, The different parts of the plate will be family, school, friends, uh, my career. And if anything, things are always just going to be added to the plate. So the more you expand your independence, the more things are added to the plate. But life will never be one appetizer, going to school, too you know so that's not really how life realistically works and essentially life is a surprise it's an adventure and what's the fun in living life if all we're going to do is try to control the factors and block ourselves from enjoying being alive so yeah I just wanted to to talk about how 
I have also had to do a lot of unlearning with regards to seeing life as something that happens in stages. But life is just something that happens. It's just one big thing that happens. It, it's not categorized like that. That I don't even know if I would call the categorization a pleasure. So I can't even say that you don't even get the pleasure to do that with life. But um, yeah. Um, so to close up this episode and seal the deal on today's discussion, our quote for the day is actually from Instagram. Um, from from this account called at writers and I was actually obsessed with their account and their content at the time and I say at the time because I actually found this quote a little over two years ago so that was like the end of 2019 and I was actually shook to actually find something that still is super relevant at this point in life so it goes It can be tempting to live your life as a prequel, to live as if you're setting up your own story. And once you lose the weight, once you have the money, once you graduate school, once you're in a real relationship, once, 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 then finally you'll begin to live and everything you do up until that moment is some kind of half-life, some unimportant forward you can skip. Don't do this. Inhabit your life completely. Sink fully into the wealth of your existence. The power to manifest is in the fearlessness of who you are so that you can shape where you're going. So, essentially this quote wraps up the episode in saying that it's quite a temptation to live live your life as though what you're doing now isn't really living. And this is just a prequel. It's just something that's leading up to the real thing. But your life is happening right now, right in this moment, where you're at right now. Experience it. Feel it. You know, inhabit it. Experience it. Welcome it. It might not be the best thing and you might want better. But what's happening right now is what's happening right now. And yeah. So the last part talks about the power of manifestation lies in being fearless in who you are. So when you're fearless in who you are right now and accepting where you're at, it gives you the opportunity to sort of manifest where you want to go instead of constantly living where you want to go. You know what I mean? So um, yes, guys, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to follow me on IG at Nabatumasagrani and turn on your notifications to see when I've uploaded the next episode. I'll be doing so every week, so I'll see you next week, Sunday. Mwah.